Hello, and welcome to The Campaigns, the actual play podcast from D&D Academy. I'm Michael, and this is Faye Deadlands episode number four, Dances with Chupacabra. If you listened to the last episode, this is the second half of that same session, so the audio still has that same issue it did where it's echoey and tinny. We've played it now another session. The audio is fine, or as, as fine as I can get it over Google Hangouts. So this is the last episode, hopefully, fingers crossed, that we will deal with this audio issue. So if you listened to the last episode, you know what you're in for. If you didn't listen to the last episode, you're probably not going to listen to this one. But uh, in the last episode, our characters continue to trek through the desert. We looked for and eventually found a couple of the Apache Apache's horses that were left behind when they attacked the train and subsequently turned to zombies. Once we found the horses, my character jumped on one and rode off, leaving the other ones behind. Unfortunately, since I don't know anything about being outdoorsy, I ended up riding in a circle and then came back to the same camp that I left. I came up with a lie explaining that I was not, in fact, running from Jonah, but was trying to lead off some sort of vicious creature from Martine. And then Porter being the asshole GM that he is, uh, use that as a perfect time to actually have us attacked by something out of the darkness. And that's where we're going to pick up this episode with uh, this creature, this chupacabra, leaping out of the darkness and landing on Jonah's back. As always, we really appreciate you guys listening, especially with these couple episodes that the audio is pretty awful. Uh, Cannot thank you enough for the iTunes reviews. We got another five-star review on uh, iTunes recently. Thank you so much for that. Uh, The recommends on RPGpodcast.com continue to go up. We're now, I believe, in seventh place. Again, that is fantastic, and I appreciate all all that you have done to help uh, drive the awareness of the show so that we can gain some followers. So without any further ado, here is Faye Denland's episode number four, Dances with Chupacabra. I love that you were just talking about leading something away from you, leading that creature in the dark away from Scott. Um, in the excitement of you getting punched, I'm not giving you guys the chance to make a sense roll at all. Uh, out of the darkness from behind a uh, crop of rock above you that you've been kind of set your back to to be a wind, wind guard, dropping right out of the darkness above you uh, uh, is this small... Oh, about the size of a, probably about the size of a uh, large badger or like a wolverine or, you know, Tasmanian devil kind of thing, but much more slender and bipedal. <laughs> think, actually, think monkeyish, like a heavy, heavy set monkey, okay, comes dropping out of the dark and lands on Jonah's back, okay? Yeah. What color is this creature? It's dark furred, and you go ahead and make just a a, uh, skilled roll, Scott, plus one of your... I get a big fat zero. Oh, plus something? Plus one of your approaches. All right, this seems like a quick, yes. So I get a big fat one. Okay, so... Actually, yeah, you you you're, you don't know. This is this is gonna give you just a little bit of information. This thing is a so that chupacabra. Chupacabra. It is a small, vaguely monkey-like creature that is all. You, you don't know much about them other than the fact that they are really 
Everyone knows the Chupacabra. Other than the, the, the fact most that they terrifying are... creature of darkness and night that terrifies the northern deserts of Mexico, That's, the Chupacabra. Yeah. <laughs> you have a Chupacabra attacking you guys in the night. Jonah, this thing lands on your back and makes a fight attack and gets a five. It's nice seeing you. Let's see. Can I do a a skilled forceful to shove myself back against the rock? That really sounds more athletic than skilled for that okay. particular action. Okay, so athletic forceful. Okay. To try and resist. Plus yeah. Okay. Rolling at a plus two. Oh good. So that's a success with style. Whew. Alright, so you take four. So, Caleb, he's going to reduce his attack by one in order to get a boost, since he got a succeed with style. Okay. Um, so, he, so you take four stress. So you only have three stress. So in order to... So you must take a consequence. You can either soak a moderate consequence and take no stress, or you could take a mild consequence and take two stress. I will soak a moderate for no stress. Okay, so a moderate consequence is going to stick around. You can't start the healing on it until our neck, until we basically finish this scenario of the desert travel. Right. Okay. Okay. So what is a uh, so this thing on your back? We're gonna say he um, bites a chunk out of your out of your shoulder. Oof. Okay. So you take a, a moderate injured shoulder. And that has a single free invoke against you. All right, so that is the, the Chupacabaras landed on your shoulder and took a bite out of you. And you are, uh, again, the two of you are against the, the rock wall. So the three of you can um, go in uh, in any order that you guys would like to, to go. All right, well, since I'm faster than the other guy, I think it makes sense that I would probably go first. I'm good with that. So you know, obviously, I would I would draw quickly and probably there will be like a brief hesitation because for a second I'm pointing my gun at Jonah. <laughs> Not that long of a hesitation though. <laughs> and, then, and then I slowly move it over to shoot this creature in the face. Awesome. Um, so that would be I'm going to use my stunt because um, I'm quicker than the other guy. Yep. Since this is my first action, so I get a plus four to quick combat. Which gives Very me nice. a total of plus seven on this roll. He is resisting a four. All right, so I rolled a negative one, so with my seven, that gives me a six result. Okay, so he was he had a four, and uh, so that deals two stress uh, to the Chupa Chupacabara. So your gun cracks through the night, and he squeals as uh, as uh, the bullet buries itself into his uh, into its skinny little arm. Excellent. Okay, Martine and Jonah. Uh, Scott, go ahead. I, Jonah's pinned by this thing. He'll go last. All right, let's see. I will, uh, my weapon's uh, within easy reach. I will grab onto it, and with the butt of my rifle, I will attempt to quickly and athletically jab at the Chupacabara in the sort of generalish area of its head. Okay, so um, making an af uh, an attack like that would not would not doesn't really seem like an athletic attack as much oh, as either a, 
either combative attack or you I, I would I would call this good for an athletic create advantage. Hmm, that leads so to if you want to use athletic instead of combative, I, I don't object could, if it's a create I, advantage. I, I assume I would not be creating an advantage of it's off the floor. It's 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 off of my friend if I pried it off. That's that's not an advantage, so that's not an advantage I could create. I'd say we do something like flat on its back or something like that. Nah, okay. Well, in that case, I'm going to, as I said, athletically quickly try to pry it onto its back so that it uh, is at a disadvantage. Okay. And I didn't do very well at all. I got a one. Okay, so it resists with a three getting a four net. So it, it, this thing is terrifying. So it's... <laughs> now, um, on a... So yeah, that's a, at this point, that's not going to... It, it resists your, your create advantage. Jonah, it is your turn. So this thing is still on my back, right? Yes, it is on your back still. Oh, can I try for a skilled forceful to shake it off? If you can describe it in a extremely tactical manner rather than a athletic manner, um, I'll go for it. Well, if it's on my back, maybe I could shuffle to the side a little bit so that I'm kind of under an overhang so that when I stand up quickly and take a half step forward, I'm trying to butt him up into the overhang off my shoulder Basically and kind of roll him off your back. Yeah. Okay, so I'll go with that as a, so we'll do that, that would be a create, this would be a create advantage, again, to kind of do something like flat on his back or something like that. Yeah. Okay, that works. Skilled, forceful, that'll be a plus three for me. He only resists you with a one. I still fail. Okay, so here's the thing. If you got, if you want to spend a fate point on here, here's the thing I'm going to point out. At this point, he is a, uh, there's an aspect that I think makes sense that you could use against him here to invoke for a bonus is he is a small nocturnal ambusher. Emphasis on the small. So if you want to spend a fate point and get a plus two on that or actually re-roll that, that would be fine. With a negative three on the dice, that's actually worth re-rolling. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll go for the, I'll blow a point to re-roll. Okay, so, we're, so based on the fact that he is a small little thing, peeling him off shouldn't be nearly this hard. Right. So rolling again with a plus three. You beat him, so he is now... Off, he is off your back, and in fact, he is flat on his back with, and you get one, and that is one free invoke that you can use for any number of things, such as resisting his attack, or preventing an action, or something along those lines. So the uh, Chupacabara is actually going to try. He is going to um, overcome the uh, the the flat on his back advantage that you've built on him. Typically, that's a, a difficulty, too, to overcome stuff like this. So he's going to try and overcome that and blaze away in a blur, in a streaking blur of motion into the darkness. And he comes at it with a 2, which would be a succeed at a minor cost. So he will take a stress as he uh, tries to... Uh, as he jumps off his back, scampers, and blazes out of the... Uh, out of the camp into the darkness. Jonah's first instinct is to grab for his rifle, okay. forgetting for a second that his shoulder's all screwed up. So he goes to grab for it and then just just wrapped in pain and kind of falls over, dropping his rifle. And invoking on yourself so you get a fate point. <laughs> <laughs> Can I do that? In order to do nothing this round, 
Eh, I kind of want to save that injured shoulder for later. Okay. So he's he's not gone. You can you you think he, you're pretty sure he's making a tactical move. So he's he's out in the darkness beyond the light of your campfire. I am going to mystically and since he's not an immediate danger, carefully create an advantage by um, praying the natural environment will erupt into a sort of a, a defensive barrier between us and the darkness. A barrier of, of thorned bushes. Ooh. Okay, go ahead and do that against a passive difficulty of three. Okay. Success with style. Nice. So that would be what do you want to what do you want to call this vegetation barrier or thorn wall or yes wall of thorns as as in crown of thorns only this is in wall form. Wow, that is, so guys, this is the most like that is the most like blatant use of of native magic you guys have seen him ever do. That is that's pretty cool. It's good to be in contact with the Huyan. Yeah, I kind of under my breath go Jesus freaking. Christ. <laughs> Jonah. Say yes, Jonah, my son. Yes. Jonah looks at Cain. I don't think Jesus had anything to do with this. This is somebody else. I think Martine would be heavily insulted by that. <laughs> at this point, I, I sort of know where my companions lie. One is following the light, and the other seems to be shuddering into the darkness. Despite the fact that the one in the light is the rogue, and the one in the darkness is the supposed hero. Yep. Isn't irony great? So uh, at this point, I will say I'm sorry. I, I thought I had led it far enough away. <laughs> and I am completely convinced that you saved my bacon before. You're a great human being, and I should not leave this desert without yeah. you. And I, and I kind of rub my jaw where Jonah hit me as I do it. Just, you know, <laughs> subtly kind of go, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Really thought I had protected you guys. Hey, I just want to point out that I think Sebastian has now made his, his – uh, has now made his aspect, I'm worth more alive than dead. Not just true to to Jonah, but true to Martine. <laughs> there you go, that's awesome. <laughs> He's worth more alive than dead to everybody. All right, so uh, at this point, the uh, Chupacabara is going to try and uh, scale your wall of thorns. So that, that creates a natural... Uh, difficulty of plus two, a natural difficulty of plus two, regardless of your free invokes that you get, Scott. So as he tries to come through, if you want to use those invokes to prevent him from getting through. Um, so you basically have created a, you guys are basically in the, the area of your campfire is a zone, single zone. Okay. So he is going to try and come through. He has a result of three. So that would be enough to get past the basic difficulty, um, but not enough if you want to boost it with your free um, one of the two free invokes. One of the two free invokes. I can check off one of those. Okay, go ahead and check that. Check one of those off. That raises it to a difficulty of four, and he does not make it through. And you guys can now see him trying to climb up through the wall of thorns. So he's 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 basically climbing through the wall of thorns in your sight. You can see him, and he is just on the edge of. The dark. I would. I'm not going to write it down, but I would note that the the along with our wall of thorns as a scenic aspect, we also have campfire light and dark night going on right now. So if there's something uh, that can, I I very well may compel dark night for with him being on the edge of your light because I have fate points too. Yay! <laughs> All right. I so shoot him, boys. <laughs> Very uncharacteristic. Because <laughs> every one of you has guns. Okay, so it's your guy's turn. 
All right, so I kind of want to create an advantage. I don't exactly know the terminology how this works. What I want to do is I want to get on, on my horse that I had let in so I'm higher up and I will have a better angle and vantage point to be able to see this thing since it is on the other side of this wall. Okay. So I don't, I don't know if I actually have a roll to get on the horse or if that's just it, more of a narrative thing. It's, it's, it's a wall of thorned vines. I think you can shoot. Yeah, you can. You don't have to do anything to be able to shoot him. You can shoot him now. But if you want to create an advantage for yourself, such as such as high ground or something like that, then you would make a roll right now to create advantage in order to build up something that you can use on following on the following round. So uh, on this. Thorns, is it uh, like dry bramble or is it like wet plant? I imagined it dry, as dry bramble, but... Um... Uh, that's what I was thinking. So I want to take the campfire and try to catch all thorns on fire. Oh, all right. So this would definitely be... Um, so I would say you can I, you could either use this as a justification to make a skilled attack or doing it as a create advantage of creating, of creating an aspect of wall on fire. All right, I'll, I'll, I'd, I'd go, go for skill attack. All right, so, well, because well, combative is it with skilled, so it would be skilled something else. Skilled, yeah, yeah, skilled something. This uh, Probably clever or maybe quick, because I'm just trying to quickly throw a piece of the fire from the camp over there, like pick up something that's, <laughs> you know, hot potato. And, uh, uh, oh, quick, dude, do it as quick. Okay, so quick skilled. All right, so you, in a in a blur, you grab a you quickly grab a blaze uh, a burning brand from the fire and chuck it at the wall. All right, that gives me a five. Holy crap! All right, so he is going to resist, and he only gets a one. I am going to invoke the dar- invoke the darkness and spend one of my fate points to turn that into a three. So he still he still takes two stress, but he doesn't fail with style. <laughs> yes, exactly. So he doesn't fail with style. However, um, if you want to, if Scott wants to give you the extra invoke on Wall of Thorns, you could still boost yours up further. Take it. Sure. All right. So that gives you a total of what? That would be a seven. Total of seven. He has a total of three. So you succeed with style. So you can. Uh, that does four stress, and that will force him to take a moderate consequence. Well, I want to create the aspect that he's now on fire, like his actual hair is burning, because that would negate the darkness thing. Tell you what, if you want to, um, you whenever you succeed with Cylon in attack, you have the option to reduce your damage by one and create a boost. I would say in this, you can reduce the damage by one and create a boost of fur on fire. Okay, that's what I want to do. One use, a one-use round. Okay, so instead of taking a moderate consequence, that actually instead does three stress, which checks off his third stress box. All three of his stress boxes are now full. And he's on fire. And he's on fire! <laughs> Jonah. No. Yes, Jonah. You have not gone. Well, I can't use my rifle, but Why not? I... He's got a bad arm. Bad arm. You could. I will just probably invoke your injured shoulder against you. It's not the worst thing in the world, but but that's what will happen. I'm going to say story-wise, like when when I said a second ago that he went to pick up his rifle and it hurt so bad he dropped it, Yep. just instinct-wise, he's going to ignore it and go for a six-shooter at this point. Sounds good. Can I try for a... Well, he's on... Ah. Can I line up a careful, skilled shot? 
your so your um you're able to you have a stunt that allows you to use skilled only when using your rifle to attack ah to right. represent your sniper so I'm gonna say no okay if you want to use your six shooter it's gonna be combative okay well can I say it's at least a careful combative absolutely you definitely you definitely have the chance here to line him up especially with his fur on fire yeah okay so well it's only giving a plus one then but we'll see what that does well and I get a one okay he gets a two. However, there is a boost of fur on fire that uh, that uh, if Michael wants to let you use, you you could push your result to a three. Go for it. Okay, I'll take it. That forces him to take a mild consequence. So he is not a happy chupacabara. <laughs> okay, so that's everyone's turn. So it's back to the chupacabara's turn. He is going to concede. And um, scream, uh, screech into the night, and run away. He has no interest in continuing this fight with you guys. So he bounds away. You see a little fur. You see his furry, fiery shape bounding into the darkness as the as his uh, fur kind of the embers of his fur kind of die away in the night. However, you guys have a wall of thorns burning now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, the horses! The horses are spooked probably by the fire. Oh, the poor horse! The poor horses are freaking out! I spend my time consoling the horses. <laughs> making sure they're taken to safety. I am going to... I'm so tempted to... Can I use that to build a better fire? Because yes! I couldn't really build a good one. Sure. sure. Okay. <laughs> awesome. Carrying on. So I am going to not bother with making the uh, climate attack for the, the, the Dark Knight. For the, or the the earth during the early morning phase, I feel like the Chupacabara encounter will take the place of the climate attack. So we're going to move into phase one, which is the morning phase. So you guys might want to start kind of thinking about your day. So phase one is morning. That'll that's going to be pretty much identical challenge as the afternoon evening sequence that you guys went through before. And then you're going to hit phase two, which is going to get, the, those climate attacks are going to start getting intense. And then once you get to phase three, they'll be, you know, moderate again. And then you'll get back to the four and five evening, like we've talked about. So you guys need to, the big decision is whether or not you want to continue trying to make progress during the daytime, or sorry, during the midday phase, or whether you want to try and take cover from the climate. So that's the big decision of how you guys need to manage your day. What do you guys think? You've had the you've had the needed rest from your nighttime. Yes, because the chupacabra and the horse wandering for two hours was so restful. Eh, hand wave. Yeah, I just kind of think that, you know. But it's first, another phase where you could make progress. So first there were zombies, and now there's rabid, disease-infected monkeys that are attacking us. <laughs> From the treetops and from the rock up. I'm not really feeling safe in, in any situation here, but I'm not sure I really want, like, I don't want to stay here, so I want to get going, but I also don't want to go in the heat of the day. So I think we should travel in the morning, because at this point we've been probably kind of tired, and then find a place that's, that's defensible and hole up through the heat of the day, like, like an actual cave or something that we could set a watch, because I just feel exposed. I agree with that. I, I, I assume we're now turning south, now that we've recovered the horses. Because the option to continue to follow the tracks toward despair, and we've 
we've established that it is likely chock full of the undead, or to uh, take the horses we picked up, turn south, and head to potential. It's a good bet. Yeah, I'm I'm okay with that plan. All right, so phase one of the day. It's morning. You guys head out to start moving across the desert. You've got two horses in tow, and uh, so let's uh, go. So first, let's take care of the um, overland progress. So who's going to make? Who's going to lead the role for overland progress? Can we um, use a boost or invoke the fact that we have horses to get a plus two on that now? You can. You have two free horse invokes that you can use for either overland progress or hunger and thirst. Well, I'll, I'll volunteer to do progress again if nobody else is speaking out. And especially if we're not following the tracks anymore, I am of no help in that. All right. You guys want to take on the man versus nature and I'll take man versus direction. And one, and one of you, so one of you will definitely want to try and resist the hunger and thirst part of things, and then one of you should probably teamwork the, uh, you know, the uh, the navigation or hunger and thirst. All right, well, um, or Jonah, create advantage. Jonah has a bum arm, so he probably won't be shooting at, like, prey, game, whatever. So I'll take hunger and thirst this time, and he can help with navigation. Okay. And just so you guys know, I'm imagining the hunger and thirst. When I think, when I was thinking about that, I really thought of that as more, more of more thirst than hunger. So that was the bigger. Which we do have water skins now too. Mm -hmm. I would say if you want to go ahead and check off one of those uh, one of those horse advantages, I would just go ahead and ignore the hunger and thirst attack this turn. Uh, let's roll against it, and then if we need the plus two, we can take it. Yeah. Okay. There you go. That's fair. So, Martin, go ahead and um, so you're making the, navi the navigation roll, um, and Sebastian is making the the food and water roll, and then Jonah, who are you supporting? Can he decide after one of his botches their roll? Nope. <laughs> I will. I want to get out of the desert, so I'm going to support navigation. Okay. And are you? Do you want to support it through a guaranteed plus one teamwork bonus or through a create advantage, which is dicier but more beneficial if it works? But if I go to create an advantage, I, I, I just can't use the same A and A twice in a row. Correct. Yes. So um, your overcome obstacle would actually be really good in the place of the um, the navigation attack. So I'm just gonna throw out an, uh, an idea, a suggestion, guys, that you it might actually be really good for you to actually lead the navigation role and to have Martine create, create use, do a create advantage. Oh. Just the way your guys' stunts um, are built, that as actually a better, that's actually the kind of the best uh, best angle you guys can take on this um, challenge, on this uh, this phase challenge. Okay. Okay. Uh, we still and we still have one more free invoke of our easy path, right? You do. You do. Okay. We'll so, say that um, you're, you've got to head back along the. Uh, maybe you follow the train track back for a little ways to make easy easy time or something. So, in, in that case, I, I will create an advantage for navigation. Now, the last thing I, I took was that a careful mystical. Or, no. eh, it, it's okay. We're we're in a new we're in a new night. It, or you, well, I'd say you can go ahead and use your careful mystic again. All right, I will carefully mystically create an advantage of a shortcut. I got a six. Succeed with style. So two free invokes. What do we want to call this this? Uh, the shortcut. The shortcut. Sweet. Mm -hmm. Okay, and you got two through the mines of Moria. Ha! Don't visit my friends. Because that that worked out so well for them. 
Okay, cool. So you have two free invokes there. Nice. Okay, so Caleb, go ahead and make your athletic overcome. So how are you carefully athletically pushing the group through the through the terrain? Give us our montage scene because the, the navigation part is kind of the key element in the montage. Well, I'm definitely being a little bit slow and deliberate. Even though only my shoulder is mm -hmm. wounded, I'm so out of my element. I'm almost like fake limping. <laughs> but I'm, I'm very slowly and deliberately looking at the right path, probably stopping and you know, looking at how the ground lays a second. Okay, don't walk down here. We'll trip. <clears throat> Let's go this way, mm -hmm. that kind of thing. Okay. So I can roll a four. I'm going to actively negate you with a, or actively oppose you with a plus three. So it, you beat it by one if you want to, uh, so that's going to deal a single stress. So it's already lost its one stress box, so that'll fill in its two stress box. But if you, add, if you want to stack on some invokes from easy path, shortcut, horses, you can uh, start ramping up the stress here. Are we trying to get through all five of those boxes that you have drawn? That is correct, yes. Five, it, it, the, basically, our progression path has five stress boxes. I, I think there's very little reason not to grind through as much shortcut and easy path as we can. Yeah. Concur. Um, so could I, could I take the last easy path and one of the shortcuts? Uh, yes. So that gives me a total of nine. So that does five stress, which is going to check off its biggest, baddest box of all. <laughs> okay, very nice. Oh wait, sorry, you only used one of the shortcuts, huh? Right. Okay, cool, very nice. Uh, Sebastian, go ahead and make the resist, or the uh, create, it, not create advantage, the um, hunger and thirst resistance, it's trying to create advantage against your group with a result of plus, uh, with a result of one, uh, actively oppose. Okay, so what I want to do is, uh, since I have, you know, lived the saloon life, I spend a lot of time gambling and drinking and carousing, so I'm sure I have heard many stories about people who have spent time in the desert, and I'm Sounds going to good. remember some of the things that I have learned that they have done, <laughs> so I want to use socially clever. All right, I buy it, do it! I got like a negative three there. Okay, we'll add your bonus. Uh, well, that makes it a zero. So I want to use a fate point to actually invoke living saloon life and re-roll that whole roll. So that Do it. That right. sounds good. That's much better. I got a net positive one. A net positive one. Okay, so you tie. It, it, it does not create its advantage of hunger and thirst against you, so you stave off hunger and thirst for the morning. You take a few sips from the horse's supplies. Not enough that it actually removes any of our free invokes or anything, but narratively you pull it off. So you guys are good. You guys are awesome. good. Okay, so now everyone, uh, everyone is going need, is going to be hit with the climate attack for the for the phase. So everyone needs to resist a climate attack of holy crap five. Yeah. The merc so so in our montage, you guys are pushing through, and the uh, the morning sun just starts climbing higher and higher and higher. I'll, I'll resist with careful skill, but I believe my carefulness may be the problem. I'm being so careful. Mm -hmm. uh, whoa! Oh, whoa! Huzzah! I resisted like a badass. Look that at is that. a four on the dice, ladies and gentlemen. Nice. <laughs> Nothing much gets too hot for him. Way to go, Martine. You take no stress, sir. 
All right, Jonah and Sebastian. Well, what I'm thinking while Jonah is uh, is thinking as well is I kind of want to use like sneaky social to kind of play up that I'm having a hard time so that the other two help me. <laughs> hmm. Sure. All right. All I'll right. buy that. That's <laughs> uh, a negative one on the die plus two, so that's a total of a one. Oh. You, you my friend, friend, take a four stress hit. Holy shnipes. I don't think I have a four stress hit. You don't, so that's either you take a mild consequence and two stress, or just take a moderate consequence, or spend a fate point to boost that a little bit and take just a little bit of stress instead. Yeah, so I'm going gonna, gonna to vote that I'm worth more alive than dead and okay. kind of force Jonah to uh, to help me out. <laughs> okay. Could you, could you move that way just a little? This is going to my eyes. I can't really see. So, yeah, so that would give me a three. So, so you would still take two stress. Two stress. Which you can either mark off your two stress box or your mild consequence. I'll do the two stress box. Okay. Jonah. All right. Can I do a clever skilled defense mm -hmm. to, to very cleverly use uh, the saddle use the, the 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 saddle blanket to create shade or something like that. Yeah, like you just move in the shaded areas or yeah, kind of see where there's just less heat emanating from the ground. Yep, that that is completely right. sensible. Cuz that's a plus 4, 4 even. So that's one stress. All right. Well, I will Does that make you uh, do you have to upgrade to your two stress box then? Is that is that what that groan is about? I have to take my two stress box. Mm. I can't think of a way I can invoke a fate point to get out of that. These though. white folks just don't belong. Yeah. <laughs> can wait, wait. Why people be crazy? Can can I invoke I blame God and just angrily scream at the heavens and get a plus two? <laughs> Yes! Yes, you can. I do it! All right, spend that fate point. Don't take that stress. Spending a fate point giving me a six. Okay, very good, very good. Right. I'm going to whisper to Martine, we should pray for him tonight. <laughs> yes, my son, we should. He will be in my prayers for many moons. And then I said, did you step to the left just a little? <laughs> Oh, all right, so you guys have uh, you guys have made it through phase one as the morning comes. Phase two, the sun is at its peak and it just starts getting blistering hot. Do you guys want to continue? A, have we found a cave or an overhang or a copse of trees or a gazebo? Wild well, I would, or domestic? Since you're not going to be making, so here's what would happen: is the 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 uh, the sun attack is coming at you, no matter what, and it's going to be strength five. Okay. However, since you're, if you just give up trying to make progress, you guys can instead create advantages that you can you that uh, and I and you can make a single roll for the whole team to create an advantage to give everyone a boost against the sun. Basically, representing you go find cover, shade, a cave, some way to get out of the heat. I vote for that. Yeah, that's my vote. Okay, so we'll make no progress this turn. You also don't have to worry about hunger and thirst this turn. You're just dealing with the fact that you've got a plus five heat attack coming at you. 
Um, so let's go ahead and get some create advantages. How do you guys, um, and you could do a single create advantage role that everyone team works on if you want to. I'm up with that. I've, I've used my big burly create advantage role for the morning, so I'm not much use for anything other than helping. Well, you still, I mean, you still have, you still can use mystical. You just can't use carefully mystical. So if we find a bear's den, I can sneakily mystically get us inside without alerting the bear. For me, I'm pretty sure if I failed that, we all know what happened. <laughs> I, 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 think, I think you could just as easily say you're using it to find a, find a den that, you know, something that has the, the, scent, the, 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 the sense of the animal around it, but that has no presence of animal. Uh, well, so, so uh, how does this work? One of us makes a roll and the other two uh, make a, just an assist roll, or, or the other two just give us a plus one? Yep, that, the, other, the other two just pile on a plus one. On well, I, I, I can't put together a plus four this round, so I'm going to offer up my plus one to someone who can put together a plus four. That's not me. I think, did, uh, let's see, Jonah, I think you, did you use Clever Skilled I during the morning? I used Clever Skilled. Okay. Now, I could go Careful Skilled for a plus three. Go for it. All right. You yeah, carefully use your skill to find us a saloon near here. <laughs> yeah. So can I just treat that as a plus five roll with the two assists? Yep, that that's exactly true. Okay, so rolling so, at a plus five. So you're creating advantage against a difficulty two. So you succeed with style. So you guys get, as a group, you get two free invokes that you can use against this heat attack. Okay? Okay. So heat attack is coming. Heat attack comes at you with a three. So everyone go ahead and make a, a resistance against the heat. So remember, things like athletic is just taking it, sucking it up. I'm gonna, I'm gonna remember my time in the sweat lodges, and Ooh. carefully athletically sit in that cave and sweat. <laughs> awesome. I do not make it. Okay, so you, um, you're. Let's let other people roll, Scott, and just kind of see how everyone's sitting, and then you can distribute well, the best. I also have the least stress. I'll, I'll take the stress unless yeah, anybody mm. else. Okay, let's see how the other rolls come out. Caleb, how are you resisting the heat? Forceful athletic. Jonah's pissed. He sits Rolling in the cave and stews. Rolling at a plus two. Okay. And I get a four. I'm okay, fine. so you take no stress. All right, Sebastian. How is Sebastian taking dealing with the stress, resisting the heat in the cave? The best I can come up with is I'm going to go quickly athletic, and just basically I'm going to be the first to get to the shelter and get in there. <laughs> you know, as soon as I see it, I'm going to... He's able. He gets. He's able to get the prime spot at the back of the cave where it's coldest. <laughs> yeah. By beating the rest of you because he's faster than the other guy. That gives me a two, uh, one. Okay, so you guys have two free invokes, and both of you need each of each of you needs a free invoke. So that brings both of you up to the point that you don't take stress. So. Okay. So you guys make no progress this turn, but uh, no one takes any stress. You you successfully. Made it through the worst part of the day, and, and we count as having rested for one of our two rests. You do, yeah. So you can make some progress into the night if you want to. Excellent. Though it is hard, but you can. Okay, good. So we are now in phase three, which is the uh, kind of afternoon evening phase. You guys can now make another uh, overland progress navigation attempt, and pointing out as well that your guys, the the prime factors that you guys used in phase one are now available again. Well, I'm, in that case, I'm going to create another advantage for navigation. I'm going to 
mystically, carefully pray. Yeah, this wouldn't be the time to do it for temperature. I'm going to mystically, carefully uh, pray for uh, an, an animal trail that we could find, a deer trail. Cool. Bam. Whoa! Good lord. Okay, so that's two more free invokes. You know what? If you don't mind, I'm just going to keep using, let's just keep using this shortcut one. Okay. Just, I'll just delete one just so I don't have to get shorter and shorter. Just so I don't have to keep typing more, um, <laughs> more invokes on our map, on our little game space here. All right, so you have, uh, oh, and that actually gives you yet another invoke. So we've got three invokes that are available for use here. Okay, so then Caleb should make, uh, should do the athletic overcome in order to get your, your careful athletic stunt bonus. Yep, careful athletic. Overcome, let me roll my four, getting a four. Okay, it is resisting you. Hold on, uh, Scott, this may not change. I just realized I should actively resist your, your create advantage roll. Ah, you still you still succeed with style. <laughs> I guess my one. Okay, so then resisting, resisting Jonah's progress roll is a one. So Caleb, you succeed with style on your own, and there are a whole bunch of free invokes here that you can, uh, so you're already getting a three, you're all, or you're getting three stress. I would say probably don't bother reducing it to create another boost. I would probably recommend taking the three, the four, or sorry, the three stress that you're already dealing, use one of the shortcut invokes yeah. in order to deal five stress and knock off the next highest stress box here on the, uh, the track. That's fair to me. It's okay with you guys. Yeah. Okay. Fantastic. So you guys are making real progress through the desert. The sun, it starts getting dark. Do you guys want to continue pushing forward? I'd say yes. Let's, let's get to civilization. Warn people. Can we do anything to kind of get an idea of like how, where we think we are in relation to where we're going? You've got a bit, you've, got, you've still got um, probably another, uh, another day or two of, uh, of of moving. Basically, the way the way we're doing this, guys, is once you beat the once you beat this desert challenge, it doesn't mean that you've necessarily reached your destination. But at this point, the desert will cease to become a narratively important opponent. So at that point, the desert will kind of fade into the background. This is the this is the episode. This is the episode on the TV show where the whole episode is about you guys surviving the desert, and then next episodes we no longer are worried about the desert terribly. They're, they're done with that scrolling background. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so, uh, actually, and I just realized, Caleb, the, the way I gave you advice on that, um, not you, you had, since there's an extra stress that didn't get used, actually, you should reduce by one and take a boost. So you guys have a boost on this next round as well. This is okay. a one-round use. Sorry, math fail. Okay, so it's nighttime, and you're going to need it because navigating at night gets resisted by a five instead of a three. So navigating at night is difficult. Damn desert. Okay, so it is now it is now dark. You guys are pushing forward in the night. So we are going to you're going to have a light climate attack. It'll only be a one. Navigation attempts are resisted with a five, and finding and the hunger and thirst. The desert will attempt to create advantage of hunger and thirst against you using a plus five as well. Cool. So challenge get so things are different in the night. And as we know from last night, terrible things stalk the night is one of our Arizona desert aspects. Sidor and demons. 
my my resist hunger and thirst is is basically dependent on being in a saloon, and then I'm really good at it. <laughs> uh, all right, guys, how do you want to progress through the night? Looking for volunteers. I'll do anything. Uh, I'll volunteer to take the um, the easier one, the uh, resisting the hunger and thirst. Right. Okay, so resisting the hunger and thirst. Okay, so it is going to resist you with a five. Oh, or the with a five. Oh, 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 oh. It has this net a net result of six. And uh, navigation was a five, and hunger and thirst was less. Well, so hunger and thirst is also really difficult at night because it's oh. hard to go find food and water. Oh, okay, okay. I'm sorry. I was yeah. just. No, it's okay. It's okay. I, this is a, this is kind of a fiddly challenge. I may have over-engineered this thing. <laughs> well, if Jonah dies, you over-engineered it. I I, I will use uh, careful and skilled to. Uh, find a rabbit that might otherwise have eluded me. A white rabbit in darkness, a high contrast. Okay. Sounds good. luck? Whoa! Dude, that is the second four on the dice you've had tonight. Damn. Damn. Okay. Yeah. You, uh, you resist. Power. That's all I'm saying. You the, the the you resist that desert hunger and thirst. You're good. You you keep the you keep the party uh, moving forward. Go team. Okay, so that leaves Jonah and Sebastian to deal with the effort of navigating in the dark. Yeah, I got nothing. Like, I so you should just teamwork and give them a plus one. Yeah, I got Guaranteed plus one. Plus one. Do, do your best, sir. And then I'll clap him on the shoulder. The hurt. <laughs> well, let's see. I, I could do a careful skilled to make our way in the dark. Yep, yep. that seems appropriate. That'll Using your your time with plus as three, a I'm rolling. Okay, the desert is resisting you yeah. with a net result of four. All right, my roll is a five. So if you want to, you've got you've got a boost from last round, last exchange as well that turns that into a seven. Um, yes, because that'll let me succeed with style. Yes, it does. So that will do three stress, which is enough to check off its three stress box without you having to spend anything else. And very good. Sounds good. Very good. Okay. So you guys, uh, cool. so in the yeah. nighttime, everyone's going to get hit with a, a one or, or with a plus one uh, climate attack as it gets cold in the night, and that is only a net result of one. So everyone needs to resist the climate attack. I was just going to go with forceful athletic and just try to take it, but that gives me a um, negative one. I am going to invoke uh, – I'm going to spend a fate point to invoke the uh, prairie storms aspect that the night gets really bitter cold with whipping wind that cuts you to the bone and hits everyone with a with a, a difficulty of three – or sorry, an attack of three instead of an attack of one. So that is my second fate point for the night. So that means you lose by four? Yeah, because I, I got some total of negative one. Okay. Ugh. So you would take four stress, so that's either a moderate consequence or a mild consequence and two stress, or spend a fate point to improve your result and take a... Since, since we can use the horses during the day to resist the weather, can we use the horses at night to resist the weather? Sure, I'll say you could, Yeah, you can snuggle up with your horse and use one of your free horse aspects, horse invokes. It's not a bad idea. Yeah, um, if I can do that, I'll take do that, and I'll just go ahead and take the stress, which will take off my third stress. So I'm out of stress boxes, but I don't take any consequences yet. Okay, so the storm's coming in. I'm going to do a 
forceful skilled to push through the storm but kind of find maybe some calm spots behind a cactus or something. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I got a plus three, and that gives me an even three. So so you don't take any stress. Okay. And Martine? I am going to uh, try quickly, athletically, just uh, keep moving, keep my body moving, stay warm, and I get a minus one. You have a, ooh, that's a negative three on the dice itself. That might be use that worth horse. Fate, or either use the horse or maybe worth a fate point to re-roll. I will. Uh, to, in order to use a fate point to re-roll, I need to uh, invoke something, right? I would say you could use our campaign aspect of the natives know something. Well, I was going to use quick to run, given that oh. I'm trying to be quick and athletic. <laughs> sure, that works too. Go for it. So, since I am so quick to run, I will roll that again. And I did a little better. I got a one versus your three. I will check off my two stress box. Well, okay. Couldn't you use a, a horse as well to bring right. the two three? I could. Suppose yeah. I could. Okay. Gotta stay healthy. Just a horse. All right. <clears throat> the benefit from the horses. So, you guys basically spend the evening riding through the dark like crouched over your horses trying to suck as much heat from those poor things as you can. But you make it through the night. Little worse little worse for the wear. For the first half of the night? Or first half of the night. So then we get to the uh, the the really, really deep of night. You guys are really tired. You guys really need to take a rest. Alright, so you take a you you bed down for the night. You're not going to have to make. You're not making any navigation progress this turn. You're, we're not going to do any uh, hunger, thirst, creating advantage attempts. You're just gonna. There's going to be the uh, the weather and uh, that's coming at you still. And so you guys can um, bed down and and you know create advantage against that and just rest. That sounds good. Yes. So, what do you guys think? Should we all try to create advantage and see where we go, or should we do we one roll together? Are they actively resisted? They are. Uh, these these would be uh, would just be passively resisted with a two. Oh, then let's all take a wild stab at it. Why not? What are you attempting to do? I'm gonna carefully, skilledly make a, a a good warm campsite, as has been my tradition through my wanderings. Did I just roll? No. No. Four against the difficulty of two. So you create a nice campsite. Excellent. With one free invoke. Can I carefully skilled bed down for the night? And just hunker down next to, close to the fire? Yeah. So that, that would that would probably be more of the that is from an action standpoint, that's more of a uh, how you kind of settle for the night from a create advantage standpoint. Well, I, I suppose it's a personal aspect. If you if that if unless you narrate it some some way other, you're the only one that can take the advantage from what you create. Yeah, I, I would see it as just kind of Jonah crouching down next to the fire, kind of digging in. All right, go ahead. Uh, create advantage against the difficulty of two. Okay. So trying to create a new, when you're trying to create a new aspect and you and you fail, the opponent has the chance to get a free invoke. So uh, I'm going to actually, uh, your, your restful night is exactly the opposite. So the climate attack for the night is going to get a plus two Extra against you against uh, Jonah for the night. Jonah's having a really bad time in the desert. <laughs> yeah. All right, and uh, Sebastian. Yes, Jonah is having a really rough time in the desert. All right, I'm gonna go with um, 
Okay, I got nothing here. I guess I'm going to go with a carefully athletic and try to get myself into a good position so I'm staying dry and staying warm and just picking my spot really well amongst where everyone else is at. Maybe try to get some body heat from those guys as well as the horses. I think I just killed myself. I got a negative three. What does that do on the... That's total. Okay, so that's going to basically be the same result as what happened to Caleb. So the the climate uh, the climate's going to get a free invoke against you as well. So let's roll this climate attack, which is a plus one. So it's a net zero, but against you two, it's a two. Got it. So everyone go ahead and resist the temperature. Uh, for Martine, it's only a zero. And there's also a plus one. There is one free invoke from the campsite that anyone can use that Martine created successfully. So resisting the cold, everyone. Can I just do a force, a forceful athletic resist? Yep. All right, that'll be a plus two, and I get a two, so I'm okay. Okay, you're good. You tie, you take no stress. I was going to go with clever skills and maybe like take the horse blanket off the horses and wrap around me and mm -hmm. uh, just try to find some natural things around me okay. to help save that off. That gives me a total of plus two on the formal roll. That's nothing, so plus two. So you tie. Okay, good. You take no stress either. You guys are making it. going to rely on my native physique, carefully, uh, athletically resist. I get a three, and I'm also okay. Okay, so everyone made it good. And by the way, at any point, if one of you guys wants to stop risking this, you can concede, and you will take... Um, you get a fate point back for any consequences you've taken in the course of this, and you cease to stop, you stop contributing to the group's progress. You're just a body following along, numbly. I, I think I've been doing that for a while. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can give us feedback and comments at our website, dndacademy.com. You can check out previous podcasts at our website and subscribe to future ones on iTunes. If you have a suggestion for a topic, we'd love to hear it. Email your ideas to podcast at dndacademy.com, and you can connect with us on Twitter at dnd underscore academy. As always, thanks for listening, and remember, if you're having fun, you're doing it right. <laughs>